baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Help for COVID-weary hospitals. Shorter isolation periods for healthcare workers. Omicron and holiday travel. Airlines are starting to feel the impact of the surge. Former police officer found guilty. We have a degree of accountability for Dante's death. Good morning, I'm Peter King in Orlando with the CBS World News Roundup. For hospital workers and caregivers, this Christmas has a familiar and unwelcome feel to it. Jamal Willis is an ER nurse in Apple Valley, California. We're overly exhausted and uh, it's starting to look like last year at this time right now. You know, it's starting to remind me of last year. It's kind of a, a PTSD situation. But the overtaxed healthcare system is getting somewhat of a break from the CDC. Here's CBS's Monica As Omicron cases continue spreading quickly nationwide, hospitals aren't just overwhelmed, they're also understaffed. That's why the CDC is now cutting isolation periods for healthcare workers who contract COVID in half. Asymptomatic workers who've been vaccinated and gotten a booster shot can now go back to work after seven days, as long as they've tested negative. The new guidelines apply to all healthcare facilities, including hospitals, urgent cares, nursing homes, and dental offices. AAA says some 6 million people are flying from U.S. airports during the holiday period despite the surge. We caught up with this Virginia couple at Newark's Liberty International in New Jersey. We have been testing once every day for the past, like, five days. We're both vaccinated and boosted, so yeah, yeah. I feel good, I guess. You know, if you feel like something's not going to be safe, then you should definitely not do it. And the COVID headaches now include dozens of flight cancellations by Delta, JetBlue, Allegiant, and United. Your CBS's Chris Van Cleve. The carrier says it's seen an increase in positive cases as well as close contacts, people who may not be able to work until they get a test result back or are quarantining because someone close to them has come down with the coronavirus. New York City's New Year's Eve celebration will go on, but there will be fewer people in Times Square a week from tonight. Times Square Alliance President Tom Harris. We would normally have about 1,000 people in each viewing area. We're going to bring that down to about 250 people per viewing area. And then we're also going to require them to wear masks. Christmas Eve in Bethlehem. It means celebratory music, but small crowds and no foreign pilgrims because of COVID. Palestinian Tourism Minister Rula Maya. I hope that uh, next year when Bethlehem celebrates Christmas... Tourists and pilgrims from all over the world will be able to come and celebrate with us. Former police officer Kimberly Potter is waking up in a Minnesota prison after a jury found her guilty of manslaughter for the shooting death of Dante Wright last April. There's jubilation at the verdict from Wright's family and supporters. It's tempered by these words from Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. Justice would be restoring Dante to life and making the Wright family whole again. Justice is beyond the reach that we have in this life. Potter claimed she thought she was holding her taser, not a gun, when she shot and killed Wright. She could receive 15 years in prison when she's sentenced in February. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has granted Christmas pardons to eight convicts, but there was one name conspicuously missing. 
More from reporter Chris Fox in Austin. The Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles has rescinded its earlier unanimous call for a posthumous pardon of George Floyd over a 2004 drug conviction in Houston. The board now claims there were procedural errors in Floyd's pardon application and 24 others. Harris County Public Defender Allison Mathis filed for Floyd. This is extremely suspicious. They already did a compliance review. That was two months ago. Mathis thinks Floyd's a victim of politics as Governor Abbott is running for re-election. They're going to sit on it until March after the primary. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. You may recall hearing about Tesla's idea for the people in the driver's seat of their self-driving cars. Certain games now that you can actually play while you're driving. A certain radio news anchor wondered aloud what could possibly go wrong with that. And apparently others asked the same question. Now the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says Tesla has agreed to disable dashboard video games while a car is moving. There's a new investigation into the Houston Astroworld Music Festival tragedy. The House Oversight and Reform Committee has asked promoter Live Nation for information about security, crowd control, and planning for a mass casualty incident. A closed-door session is planned for next month. Live Nation says it's cooperating. Ten people were killed during a massive crowd surge at the event last month. Here in Florida, Miami police say they've caught the man who's been hunting, then gunning down homeless people. The suspect, a 25-year-old real estate agent, they believe killed two men and wounded another. Two of the victims this past Tuesday. Interim Police Chief Manuel Morales says the case was a priority for his department. They felt the pain. They felt the injustice that the victims had suffered. In Los Angeles, the police chase of an assault suspect turns tragic, with a 14-year-old girl apparently hit by a police officer's gunshots at a Burlington store. The officers were responding to a 911 report of a heated argument inside the store. LAPD Assistant Chief Dominic Choi says the girl was found dead in a dressing room. dressing room was behind where the suspect was, in front of the officer. These are tragic and unfortunate sequence of events. Choi says the suspect was also killed. We've been talking about the mountain of snow expected this week in California, Sierra Nevada range. Now that storm system is forcing evacuations because of flooding. It's a quandary for residents like Sarah Valentine. It's scary. It's Christmas. Am I going to be able to go see my family? You know, if we get mandatory evacuation, I'm going to say I have a whole bunch of animals where I live, up canyon. Two people have died south of San Francisco. They were trapped in their car underwater. Researchers say a new drug could improve treatment for ovarian cancer patients. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. Researchers, including Dr. Philip Lowe, a chemistry professor at Purdue University at Indiana, have come up with a new drug intended to help surgeons detect ovarian cancer tumors and cells. My hope is that that saves their lives, or at least prolongs their lives. The drug called Cytolog is administered through an IV injection shortly before an ovarian cancer surgery. This is the last time that our Steve Futterman will report from the iconic Staples Center Arena. We'll let him explain why. It was the final game at L.A. Staples Center. In its 22 years, it's hosted NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals. It also hosted the memorial services for Michael Jackson and Kobe Bryant. Last night, the last event. The building isn't coming down, but the name is changing. A naming rights deal worth $700 million will turn Staples Center into Crypto.com Arena on Christmas Day. At halftime, they held a special ceremony with the six NBA championship trophies won here by the Lakers. Steve Futterman, CBS News at Staples Center in Los Angeles. 
And that's the World News Roundup for December 24th, Christmas Eve 2021. The broadcast produced this week by Paul Farry and Matt Sherry. I'm Peter King. Merry Christmas from CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.